second. Check. One, two, three. This is me. This is me. Um, I'm sorry. I don't know what that was. Okay. So. I solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Bum, 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 bum. Chapter 9 The Dark Mark Welcome to another episode. Another, another episode. I'm Molly. I'm Alex again. And this is Once Potter Watch. Oops, so sorry. So we keep saying it again because um, I said this at the end of the last episode, but in case for some reason you missed that, um, I ducked up <laughs> and deleted some files, including the one that we recorded for this chapter, and so Alex is begrudgingly here, erasing all of her scratches out of her notes to re-record this with me. <laughs> this is my um, fault. I should never have scratched out my beautiful notes. Yeah. They'll be worth a lot of money one day. I know, when we're super hashtag famous um, for being podcast stars. Stars of the podcast. So while we dream World. about that, we'll just dive in and we'll try and make it fun and exciting like we've never heard these notes before. But to be honest, I went back through to like, I used post-it notes, so I was like reposting them in the book. And I was like, don't remember a lot of this. <laughs> but um, before we start, we actually have a sponsor this week. And by sponsor, we mean that we've taken pity um on an so and not acquaintance of ours but a friend of our resident Siri Griffy um has started a GoFundMe to join the magical world officially he would like to purchase a I think collector's edition or whatever because it seemed more expensive than the regular ones because I own a couple of Harry Potter ones and they're roughly around 30 to $35. And this is like $115. And he would like the Lucius Malfoy wand. So we'll read you the description because we thought it was great. I feel like we're Ellen. Like we <laughs> saw something and it was relevant to our like brand. So <laughs> we're promoting it. Okay. I just shared it to our Facebook page. So after a fantastic Harry Potter weekend... Because if you didn't know, it was playing on sci-fi. After a fantastic Harry Potter weekend, I decided that it's time to become a wizard myself. I believe that the wand I will be purchasing will help my social life improve in the wizardry and muggle world. You must say that my dream is unreachable. You may say that my dream is unreachable and impossible, but wasn't it also impossible to survive the unforgivable curse? So far, five dollars has been donated of the hundred and nineteen goal, and. Honestly, I feel like I thought he was going to say that I believe that the wand I will be purchasing will, I thought he was going to make a joke about, like, the wand chooses the wizard, and mm -hmm. he was, like, making a joke about choosing Lucius's wand, but maybe fell a little short there on that. Um, we should have hired you to be. Next time. Like, a, a charity organizer Next for this time, event. Phil. I hope he gets, like, notified that we shared this. 
Because I didn't, like, at him or anything. Well, did you give his name so that we can, they can find him? It's Billy Horn. Billy Horn's GoFundMe. Support Billy's magical dream. And it is on our Facebook, so. There you go. Okay, so now back, back to, to your business. previously scheduled programming. <laughs> um, we are doing chapter nine this week, The Dark Mark. Um, we're all able to listen because we know that Winky is found with Harry's wand. Um, and what did you rename this chap? I renamed this chappy. Um, <laughs> Innocent unless proven winky. I love it. And I just re-remembered what my chapter title was. <laughs> and I'm turning red all over. <laughs> yeah, you were very red the first time we did this. Why don't you share with our listeners? I had a full week to come up with a better <laughs> title and I didn't. So <clears throat> this is raw, guys. Um I couldn't even get through it. Okay. <laughs> Um, chapter nine, darkness lurks in the shadows. <laughs> it's not as funny this time. I was so shocked. <laughs> well, because Alex didn't know what it was this time, and I or last time, and I like kept laughing and couldn't even get through it. It's so edgelord. It's like um, a shirt you bought at Hot Topic ten years ago before Disney checked in. It's like. Um, it's like the title of an Evanescent song. It's, it's giving me so much. It's a lot. It is a lot. Um, <clears throat> so what happens in this ch- chapter? Um, and a five, seven, five? Yeah. A five, seven, five. <laughs> I make that joke all the time. You do. It's good every time. (laughs) Chaos at the cup. Masked villains torture muggles. Winks caught wand handed. Awesome. Mine's be similar. Um, Even with a little rhyme, actually. Ooh, we're trying to outdo me there, Moles. (laughs) Um, Death Eaters scare all. The dark mark lights up the sky. Winky takes the fall. Wow. Okay, Mal. Did you forget how amazing it was because of my chapter reading? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure that didn't help. Um, No, I love the middle line. Your middle lines are always slaying. Yeah, I'm not good at the fives, but give me a seven all day. (laughs) I'll take that as you want. Um, well, here we go. You're gonna have to excuse me, listeners. I came right from work, so I'm eating. But that doesn't mean I love you any less. I can keep talking. I can fill space. (laughs) Um, I feel like... Oh, wait. I feel like I had a line before this, but no, maybe you did about something. Ginny in the hot cocoa or something. Why do I feel like that's oh, yes, first note? Oh, yes, I have. I have. That is my first note. This is what we should do. Our quiz this time should just be trying to guess what we 
um, already talked about. Um, no, I said, <laughs> you made fun of me. That's why you remember it. <laughs> so at the beginning of this chapter, there's a cute little image. J.K. Rowling leaves us with, like, Jenny, like, falling asleep next to her hot cocoa because she's so exhausted. And that, like, makes sense. Like, that happens to me. Like, if you had a really long day, especially a really exciting day, and you're just, like... Yeah, and I think it's, like, late. At night. Yeah, it happens to me every time I go to the Ren Fest. Like, the mead might have something to do with it, but... And, like, hot cocoa makes you sleepy. Yeah. You you looked like Jonathan from Queer Eye when you did that. Hot sleepy cocoa little makes baby. you like a sleepy little baby. I've been listening to Jonathan's podcast, and I love it. I want to watch his show. He was nominated for an Emmy for it. What's his show? He has a YouTube show. Gay of Thrones? Yeah. Um, well, I do like his podcast. It's called Getting Curious. It's not his Gay, gay of Thorns podcast. Um, so I feel like this is to Harry. This is, uh, Harry, this is to you. Um, I feel like you shouldn't need a diagram, but, like, I love your vision. <laughs> that was also <laughs> So that was Harry being, like, in all of Wood's diagrams. And he, <laughs> He never explained what the Runsky faint was. But, like, you don't need a diagram, Harry. It's literally just a dive. And you pull out of it. It's like a fake out. I feel like it's more embarrassing for (laughs) Oliver Wood. Like, he clearly did not explain this well. No, I think what Harry's saying is, like, um, that, oh, I took it as would never even mention the Ronsky faint, but I think you're right. No, he's reading. saying, like, Wood has tried to explain this to him three times. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm choosing to blame Harry on this one. That does seem pretty dumb. Like, what could Wood have possibly been saying that it didn't sink in? Um, but yeah, his little vision is really cute. Or his, like, dream. I think he should be, okay, I said it last time, and then we sort of, like, divulged into something to us yeah so last time I said oh Harry should have been a Quidditch player which I don't actually believe I think he should have been a Quidditch player over being a ministry employee no we did talk about this that's what I'm saying like and then it divulged into we figured out what his true career should be um um well yeah because um I said like I don't know if he's like quite there to be, like, a professional Quidditch player. And I said he wins every game. Yeah. Um, except for the one. That's not his fault. As you mentioned. Um, I don't know. I just, I don't see him being a Quidditch player, but we both agreed to just stay as an Auror, maybe, and then he would obviously... I mean, this was really your idea. Like, he definitely needs to be a Hogwarts professor. Like, he needs to defense teach defense against the dark arts. And end the curse. Right. That, like, it, it's, the books seem like it's written to go that way. Yeah. Like, the curse of the position, the, um, him teaching the- I know, he's such a, yeah, that's what we talk about. He's, like, such a good teacher. An amazing teacher. And the last thing he would do is want to do the busy work, paperwork of being- the head of the law enforcement or the order office. I don't think we're entirely sure if those are different positions, you and I. Because <laughs> I always thought that he became head of the order department, but then in the play he was head of law I enforcement. I think it's the same thing. 
well, that's dumb. One, that it's the same. Because I feel like the aura department's kind of like the FBI, where it's, like, separate. I think there are different levels of aurors, but I do think there are, like, menial aurors. There are, like, like <clears throat> sorry. cop aurors, and then there are, like, aurors that are detective aurors. Yeah. Because they mentioned that Kingsley... I thought they referred to Kingsley as head of the Auror department, not as head of law enforcement. We'll have to keep an eye out for that. Maybe it's like a synonym. Like Maybe. Yeah, they're that's interchangeable. What I mean, I don't know if we're entirely sure. If you know, let us know. But either way, he wouldn't be good at that job because it's mostly paperwork and supervising <laughs> Harry. Um but he was like a good teacher cuz we saw it in the um fifth one. Yeah, like I just don't know what she was thinking with He would that be, like, one. a lupin. Like, I do think he wouldn't be, like, a perfect teacher. Like, he's not good at... He wouldn't be good at, like, disciplining. But I think he'd be a great teacher. Yeah. Like, I don't think he would be, like, the most stern teacher. Right. But I think he would still yeah, be, like, he would a be very like a good teacher. nice, um, Professor Sprout, like, teacher. Yeah, and he'd be, <laughs> like... He'd be a little... I think he'd be a lot like lupin. Like... Yeah. Like, he'd be, like, the cool teacher you could talk to about anything. And I think people would be, like, respect him because of who he is in the magical Right, exactly. Like. And, yeah, he wouldn't be great at, like, grading papers or stuff. But that doesn't, like, I I think overall, like, all of the, like, good parts about him being a teacher, like, he would be good at coming up with the lesson plans and, like, what they should be learning. Because he knows. Yeah, and he'd come up with, like, really fun ways to do it. And he can do his, like, five years as an auror and get, like, that experience that he wants. And then come back and teach. And I think he has a lot of fun teaching. Yeah, and pride. Like, pride, and he enjoyed it. And I just feel like once he's done fighting the Dark Lord, like, he never asked for that job. So I don't know why he would stay at a job, like, an elect to keep doing that, like, Dark Wizard catcher job like I don't think he's really interested in that and I think we didn't say this outright but I think he wants to be an auror in the fifth one is because Voldemort's still out there so he's like I want to be an auror and bring down Voldemort well he did that without becoming an auror so he doesn't need to do that anymore I also think when he's young he's 15 Umbridge is in charge Umbridge is in charge this is one of the few jobs he knows of in the wizarding world he wants to stay connected to that world and and he has to kind of (laughs) randomly pick career day and McGonagall kind of pressures in, him into it just to get back at Umbridge because he's like I think I want to be an R and mm-hmm. McGonagall's like have a biscuit and we will do this mm-hmm. which I love like don't ever quote me on like not liking that scene but it is more like him just being like I don't know I think this mm-hmm. <laughs> like he says it off the cuff and then he gets a compliment which you know kids do that when people are like oh you're really good at this you should yeah. do this and, and McGonagall taking, like, that high of an interest and in mm-hmm. making it happen. Like, obviously, I would do anything for her. But, ugh, yes. Can you just imagine him being a teacher and McGonagall being headmaster? I think we said that that's a better entry into the play itself. Yeah, because then, like, he can be connected to them in school and not have to, like, steal the lead from James, yeah. or from Al- Albus and Scorpio. Yeah, he's, like, there, but he's there as, like, a teacher and as a dad, which is a whole other dynamic. Mm-hmm. Especially with the oh. whole Albus thing. Yes. So, well, call us, and we will help you rewrite it. I write a lot of fic about Harry choosing to be a teacher afterwards, and I love, my favorite parts are writing dialogue between him and Neville. Oh. Well, yes, him and Neville are is fun, too. They are, like, yeah. really close in it, too. But, like, also, like, writing 
dialogue between him and McGonagall because she really becomes sort of like this like teasing mother figure more like I feel like a a sassy great aunt yeah and like you could have Ron run the wizard Weasley whizzes or whatever wizard Weasley wizard wheezes in um Hogsmeade so there we got like a whole that actually happens a lot in fan fiction yeah I mean I don't even read fanfiction. I know, that's what I'm saying, but I'm saying, it's a good idea. <laughs> things, okay, things that happen a lot in fanfiction, like, there are some that are really bad. Snary. I said really bad. Some are really bad. <laughs> I know, I was like, But, like, I mean, you. like, tropes about, like, what, what like they the would future, be like yeah. in the future, like, that's really Like, usually all good. the relationship stuff aside. Yeah. Like, what they, like, their life choices, kind of. Like, Hermione... Um, but J.K. Rowling even said this, like, heading up the, like, um, like, magical creatures, like, changing that position into something yeah. that protects magical creatures. That's totally what I want to see Hermione doing. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, movingon.com, after we came up with a brilliant idea, we actually elaborated on this a lot, so you're welcome. <laughs> um, Harry, again, I'm talking to you, bud. This is when you check for your wand. It is an emergency. Like, Arthur is waking him up, being like, let's go. Come on. This is, like, serious. And Harry's like, what? Time to get serious. Sorry. (laughs) Legally blonde. Keep going. And then he doesn't check for his wand. It's an emergency. Harry, this whole wand nonsense makes me so mad. Like, so, so mad. Because... If I were a wizard, I'd have my wand with me all the time. I don't understand why he wouldn't check for that. It's like you were saying, like, cell phone, wallet, like, those are the things you check for as a muggle. And as a wizard, I would be more invested in my wand, especially if something, like, this dangerous was going on. And it's, like, the only thing you have to keep track of. Right. Yeah. Like... We're going to talk about his wand a little bit more and... In an appropriate way. Harry, get it together. Um, What's my next note? Oh, I mean, I already talked to you about it. It was in the last chapter about him keeping it in his back pocket, like, and not realizing that it was gone and all that stuff. Just, like, come on. I think that was... That was in the last chapter. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And then I think I foreshadowed to this moment. Right. It's a lot of deja vu. Okay. This is an important, and a very important part of the chapter that needs to be discussed. (laughs) (laughs) Why on earth did Arthur Weasley put on jeans over his pajamas? He is panicking. Okay, but he's wearing pajama pants, presumably, and he puts, it doesn't make sense. Jeans don't fit over They're pajama pants. They're men's pants. They're baggy. There's room Not to breathe. Not that baggy. They have actual pockets. Resident Siri, Griffey, can you put a pair of your jeans over your pajama Your dad's pants? jeans. Not your skinny boy jeans. Uh, if I was, yeah, you could, the kind of pants that Arthur Weasley is wearing, you could put this over them. But why would he? He's panicking. 
He's in an emergency. He has his wand. That's the only thing like, he cares about. I feel like it takes more effort to try to fit pajama pants under jeans than it does to, um, than it does to take off the pajama pants and, like, magic them on. Like, whoop, boop. Um, also, can we just say, why is he putting pants on? He should be putting his robes on. Costume error. I mean, I think it's because, like, they're still in a muggle. Oh, yeah, you're right. Because he's wearing the golfer stuff. Yeah. I forgot that was his outfit. I don't think he packed robes. Yeah. Okay. Good point. Touche. He's got his polo on. That's all that matters. Mm-mm. He's got his pajama shirt on and jeans. I hope he wears his polo over the pajama shirt. I hope so, too. <laughs> um. <clears throat> Let's bring it down for a minute. Yeah. I, that was really just a note because things get a little sad now. And when I say a little, I mean a lot. Um, yep, yeah, soup's disgusting. Um, we are referring to the, um, the description of, like, the, the Death Eaters torturing the muggles. And they're, oof, yeah. they're, like, spinning the kids up in the air like a top. And they're, they, and they're awake, which I always assume that they were yeah. unconscious it's or, like, asleep. Like, I can't imagine watching my child go through that. While you're also. While you're also, yeah. yeah. And, like, there's nothing you could do. Like, the kid I nanny for, like, cries if. You know, he doesn't get cantaloupe before dinner. So, like, I can't even imagine what it would be like, you know. But, um, sorry, that was a weird way yeah. to explain that. But, and then the the woman is, like, turned over on her head. And you can, like, in, you can, she describes, like, you can see her underwear. And she's, like, trying to, like, cover up. Cover herself up, which yeah. is just, like, ugh. It's so, it's so awful. And then to top it all off. They don't know what magic is, so they don't understand what's happening to them, and it's just a or whole... Or why. Right, so it, it like, it really is bad to listen to um, and read. A piece of good hope, though, I think, which I was just, like, so sweet, is, like, the whole adult was... Weasley family is like we're going to go help the muggles like Bill and Charlie don't work for the ministry like I get why Percy and Arthur do and I get I mean obviously I get why Bill and Charlie do but it's like no hesitation it's like like, pre-order yeah it it is it's very fun and not fun but like it's very like nice that they do that and yeah um and Arthur is I love Arthur in this chapter like he really gets shit done other than the minor blip about the pajama pants. So, um... <laughs> Even despite the pajama pants, despi- you could say. Yes, despite <laughs> the pajama pants. So, um, he's like, alright, here's... You guys go with you guys and, like, look out for each other. We've yeah. gotta do this. And, um, just in a, in a, in a whole other, like, another way, I think it's nice because Arthur is one of the adults that really knows what they've been through and yeah. sort of like trusts them yeah he doesn't molly coddle them right um, um he know, and i think he, he knows that they'll be fine like yeah together as that yeah. group uh i think he's like mostly worried about jenny probably because she's the youngest yeah definitely um, i mean like that yeah and especially because of all the shit she went through in their second like two like not just two right. years ago, but oh, so sad. Yeah, so I think um, he doesn't treat them like kids. 
but he's not letting them, like, go and fight with them. Right, exactly. Not that any of them try, which I think is good that they don't bother with that whole argument here. Because um, they are all really young here. Even Fred and George are yeah. pretty young. Um, I think they're also scared, which yeah. is, like, um, a good thing, because we don't really see until later when they're older, they're, like, a grown wizards, like, like, an attack on them outside of Hogwarts. I think they, like, expect, like, these sort of eerie things to happen at Hogwarts, and you kind of... The trio. Yeah, the trio. And you kind of, like, feel protected, because you've got your teachers, and you've got... And they're choosing to kind of do what they right. do. They're exactly. Not, but like, I think seeing... This is a surprise. Yeah, seeing this happen, like, for me, it's it's not to the same level, obviously. So if this is, like, really out offhand, like, please message us and tell me that, like, you really, um, this, like, was triggering or you, you didn't appreciate it. Um, I'd love to listen to that, and I apologize ahead of time. But it felt, it was reminiscent of, like, like, 9-11 for me, like, just watching that when I was, like, a really little kid, like, on TV, like, seeing, yeah. like, not, it's not the same degree at all, but, um, like, yeah. that sort of, like, panic that you feel. Yeah, I mean, And just, you don't know, yeah. like. Broader, just any kind of, like, emergency situation. Right. It's just, like, you don't, you're not, pre- you're never prepared for an emergency, like, even yeah. in school you do drills or whatever, but you're never, like prepared for, like, if a fire actually starts or something like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. We had a, a fire in my apartment, actually, and everyone was fine, but I would just like to say that I had my wand, i.e. my phone, wallet, and keys, um, ready to go, and I was the first one outside (laughs) from the 10th floor. (laughs) All of us listening are surprised. Um, and I'm, like, pulling Griffin, like, I'm leaving you if you don't move. Molly! I wouldn't actually, but I was like, we are getting out of this building. Like, we're on the 10th floor. (laughs) Um, luckily it was okay, but there was a real fire, just nobody was, um, injured. Um, but it was just, it was, like, very, like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Like, I need to leave. (laughs) Yeah. Which is what they do. They know to, like, get away, so... Um, yeah, I would just say, like, broadly, like, like, any emergency. Yes. Basically. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so let's bring it up a little. Some comedy. Do we, we got, um, here? a little jokester on the next page. I, well, no, I'm being sarcastic. Um, Malfoy, like, tries to make, like, oh. a joke <laughs> at Ron. He's like, well, with feet that size, hard not to, like, what kind of joke is that? Is he just making fun of Ron for being, like, bigger than he is? Like, taller and, like, like bigger like shoe size? Yeah, it's tight. <laughs> well, you made the joke better Sorry. than I did. No, it's okay. I was just going to be, like, really seems like you're, uh... Fixating. Yeah, fixating. Uh, trying to make up for something. Um, yeah, Draco, like, what? What? Like, and then... He was like, oh, yeah, like, my parents aren't here. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, yeah, because they're Death Eaters, like, you dumb piece of shit. Like, (laughs) this is going to ruin your life. Malfoy. (laughs) What do you think Ron said? Um, go fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that, too. I love that J.K. Rowling was, like, alluding to that. She uses that a lot as a... 
way not to say something like mm-hmm. something Molly wouldn't approve of or Mrs. Yeah, Weasley. It's would. usually Ron saying it. I feel like all the Weasleys curse like a sailor. Oh yeah. Um, I don't know where they get that from. I I also feel like Molly probably like says. Oh yeah, she says shit all the time. Yeah. She like spills something. It's like shit. Yeah, she's Fred like that George, kind of mom. like trick her, and she's like, damn it, get out of my face. <laughs> I think next chapter. I want to take a deep dive on Molly. I have some notes. Um, so just like a deep dive character. Look. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So, um, stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> That's your teaser for next, uh, next chap. Um, did you want to say more about Malfoy and just being like a little shit? No, I'm done with him for this chapter. He's just obnoxious. Um, I like that Hermione... After the second one, oh, she Ron doesn't... standing up for Hermione was yeah. really cute. Sorry. Um, what I was just gonna say, like, after the second one where she does, like, get upset, like, she's no longer bothered by Malfoy. Like, she doesn't really let it affect her. Oh, and you I mean think... the third one? Well, the second one when... Oh, with the mudblood. Although, incident. is that just in the movie that she gets upset? Because she, like, cries in the movie, but I don't think she actually cries in the book. No, yeah. I think she, the most time she gets upset with Malfoy is him. when she punches him. Yeah, and that's really just about Hagrid. That's not even about her. Yeah, because I think she's good at, like... Just, like, not... She's, like, it's him, it's like him, not me. Yeah. Um, and Ron... I mean, and again, Ron's, like, protecting her, but Ron doesn't like it when Malfoy, like, says stuff to him either. Right, but I also think, like... R- like... That's just Ron's character. Ron's character, but also, like, I would be... He takes shots at his family. And, like, Hermione is his family. Like, I would... If someone said, like, the N-word to, like, someone I was with, I would get way more upset that I think than if someone said that, like, to me. And I'm black. So, like... But, like, I'm saying, like, it... I meant, um... I don't... I think that's totally fine that he gets mad for her benefit, but when Malfoy attacks him, he gets just as upset. Oh, right. Definitely. Um, but that's just Ron. Like, Hermione... Right. I like that Hermione lets it roll off, and she's like, come on, just, like, let it go. Like, it's not worth it, basically. Um, yeah, he's not worth the fight. Yeah. And he's not. Like, but he's- Ron takes the bait every time, like, no matter if it's about him, Hermione... Um, or his family, which I get, like, the other two, like, his family mm-hmm. or, like, Hermione. Yeah. Um, but, and, like, Harry, too, he, he mostly lets it roll off. He'll usually, like, jab back, but kind of, like, in a spar for spar mm-hmm. way, and Ron just, like, explodes. <laughs> oh, yeah, Ron can't handle it. Um, which is fine. That's, like, Ron's role. But, like, that's what I mean by, like, never mind. Please delete that. I don't have anything okay. to say. Delete. Um, just a little sass at Ron being like, I'll bet you anything that his parents are one of those mass like, you think, Obviously, Ron. Ron. Do, like, you bet? Like, we know. I guess, like, I guess being a Death Eater is still new to them because, like, Harry doesn't know what that is. Yeah. And Ron, I'm going to talk about this too. Like, clearly, there's a big um, disconnect. Yeah, disconnect with him in the magical world. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah. I think also, um, I think it's like clear that they just aren't talking about the war. Yeah. Yeah. A lot. 
Like, and I think that's canonical with the way they've set up the Wizarding World. Like, they don't even say his name. Like, right. he's he who must not be named. Like, it's like you don't talk about it. Yeah, and I think we talked about this maybe in the first book. It's kind of like, um, in Germany, I'm not, I'm going to talk about the whole country of Germany, but I'm not, I don't know if this is everybody in Germany, but I think it's general that they don't talk about the Holocaust or what happened because it's, like, embarrassing and, like, they do feel bad about it. And I so think they, they just talk about talk it in about terms it. of, like, if you, like, they teach it in schools and they, like, but, like, history and you're doomed to repeat it kind of way. Like, everyone knows about it, but it's not, like, social conversation. Yeah. No, I, yeah, definitely they know about it, but it's definitely not, like, yeah, they don't talk about it, like, and not that the United States is, like, constantly bringing up the Holocaust, but I feel like people do, like, mention it in right. passing more. I feel like they talk about it the moment. way we talk about, like, Japanese internment camps. Yeah. Like, it's, like, mentioned in our history, but we're not, like, bringing it up every second. Oh, uh, well, I think that a lot of, like, I don't know if that's the same, because I think, one, a lot of people in the United States don't know about it, and two, like, there's still a lot of, like... Speculation he- Heavy that? denial that of, like, our full role in it, like... They oh. just overturned the Supreme Court case, like, very recently. Like, there's a lot of issues with that. Wow. I'm um, living in a very U.S. versus core Because I just assumed we all hated that we did that. I mean, I think that there's a lot of shame around it. And one, definitely not everybody knows about it. There's a lot of, like, what? We didn't do that. I mean, like, uh, you know, the Peacock and Cat came out. They probably yes, voted yes. I, current president. I, I was making a face. <laughs> um... But, this is a very liberal podcast, so if you're not... Yeah, if you're not down with it, get out. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to be a liberal. You just couldn't have voted for Trump, okay? <laughs> uh, let's get political. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, they don't talk about it. Ron doesn't know shit, and he should know a little bit more than he does, I think. Yeah. Um... <clears throat> I like the little tease, the little nod at the Bo Batten ladies. Yes. That we will get later. You're moving so quick. I can't keep Sorry. up. That was just like right. It was on the same post-it note as you think, Ron. Oh. Um, my next note says, I love that Hermione just seems so like mildly annoyed by this whole interaction. Yeah. Like she's just like, ugh, we've got to do this. We've got to do that. Oh, this is so ridiculous. And I'm yeah. like, Hermione, like, this I'm is dealing like, with Malfoy. I'm dealing with Ron having his temper. Like, uh, lost Fred and George. I can't believe this. That's what I she said. I don't know says. why I'm talking like this. Hermione doesn't talk like this. This is how Hermione talks in my head in a stressful situation. Ugh. She's like, I'm just, I'm over it. <laughs> she literally says, I can't believe this. And I'm like, well. Um, Hermione. Yeah, and then just, Hermione to, one. just to put the icing on it, she finds out, and we all find out, that Harry doesn't have his wand. That's, uh, but th- like you said this last time you recorded, that that's such a relatable feeling. The like, worst. Although sometimes I've had that feeling when I'm on the phone, and I'm like, I can't, I can't find my phone. That and I say it to the person I'm talking to. And they're like, hey, hun. But we've all been there. That's hashtag relatable. But no, seriously, I have actually lost my phone, did not recover it somewhere in a bar. Um, Classic. It was a horrible feeling. And I was in another country. It's just not good. Yeah, that's not a good situation. Not a good time. Um, I 
did not cry, and I was really proud of myself. Not I that would... I should be proud of myself for not crying. There's nothing wrong with crying. <laughs> I feel like you associate, you have some shame you associate with crying. Yeah. We can work that out in therapy. <laughs> <laughs> I say with my wine, like, push my glasses up. I feel like you have a lot of shame associated with crying. Um, Look, I just don't believe in having feelings. <laughs> I have definitely lost my phone before after a drunken evening, and it was one where I was, like, on a college campus, and I was supposed to be meeting my friend and staying with him that night, and then, like, I couldn't get a hold of him after the party, and I was, like, kind of stranded, and... And I didn't know where you were. What? I don't know. You... This was at another college, not our college. I know. Oh. I was just like, you were just adding just to the, the story. In. Yeah, um, and so like I ended up like borrowing a stranger's like computer to Facebook message them, but they had like already went to sleep. So I slept on like a college campus uh, couch in a dorm room like common area. That you did that, not know that was not my friends, and it was a bad time, and I did cry. And I was That's a much drunk. worse situation. I was with, like, 12 people I knew, so it was, like, fine. <laughs> yeah. It was not a good time. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, my note just says about Harry losing his one. Harry, this is not good. I'm stressed. <laughs> I like that we've written a lot of our notes to Harry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna call my notes I'm gonna like start dear. calling my um yeah my uh journal that I write my notes in dear Harry okay well this one's dear JK um such a well-constructed chapter I really enjoy it I like the puzzle element to it with like Ludo Bagman showing up with like Winky like reappearing like it seems like she's dragging something oh they make up some excuse okay they don't know it's a red herring. Ludo's the red herring. He's just up to no good, but not in the same way. And then at the very end, we get it all in one package, and I love it. It's such a good... It is a very well-constructed chapter. I really, really yeah. love it. It's good. It, it, it's fast-paced, even, and, like, really depicts the mood of, like, the, the stressful situation. Like, I think he had to, like, obviously he had to lose his wand for, like, the plot of it, but also, like, this is the time when you lose your wand. Like, it just, like, adds to a stressful situation. It's, like, very good to create that sort of tension. Um, oh, Ron, this is in response to the house elves conversation oh yeah I was well just while we were on I was gonna say it's like a really like pretty much a perfect book except for the very last chapter there's one glaring error that we will get to what all I'll say is Thestrals (laughs) but other than that oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah 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 yeah. that makes me mad too oh I knew you were talking about Thestros, but I forgot you see them at the end of the fourth book, and I thought... That's um, why it's a fuck-up. Well, I well because it's also a fuck-up in the beginning of the fifth book. No, that's when they introduce it, but they're supposed to introduce it at the end oh, of this oh, book. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, yeah. you're right, you're right, you're right. Um, yeah, I just had to, like, real quick mention that. But yeah, let's go to Ron being the worst. Yeah. Sorry, JK. Didn't mean to call you out, but you know what's up. Yeah. <laughs> you know. You know what you'd bend. 
<laughs> um, you know what you forged? Oh yeah, you know what you forged. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love it. Um, lol at Stan Shunpike. Oh no, we were talking about um, we were talking about the the right. house elves. Yeah. So um, Hermione accuses half elfism of being slavery, and she's right. And Ron's yeah. like, no, they like being house elves. <laughs> Ron. Ron. And then Hermione just says the perfect line. She's like, it's people like you. And it really is people like Ron that make it so much worse. It's that the indifference. unjust system. It's the indifference. I just want to quote that to like, I want to put that. That would be a cool tip. Were you going to say that? Mm-hmm. A cool tattoo? Yes. But I don't know if I want that like negativity on my body. Yeah, like I think it's true. like very good, but like. But I think it would be better as, like, a protest sign. Oh, yeah. That's a way better. I'm yeah. sorry. I take back what I said last year. Um, sometimes I feel bad because, like, I think there are some great Hogwarts quotes, especially right now where I'm going to, like, more protest than usual because of the state of our country. Wow. Um, but, um... We addressed that earlier. Right. <laughs> um, but, um... I... Uh, I, like, I'm always, like, looking for things to put on my signs, and sometimes I'm like, wow, this Hogwarts, this Harry Potter quote really does work, but I'm afraid to put it on there because I'm like, this isn't about my fandom, you know? This, yeah, but, but I think it, I think that it's fine if I do it next time. I think J.K. Rowling does this on purpose. Like, she is making yeah. these direct analogies on purpose, mm-hmm. and I think it's really good, um, and I think that's what makes... That's what makes Harry Potter such a great series is because it is relatable. You can relate it to your own life. It's a fantasy book based in reality, which is maybe the best thing ever. I agree. And a lot of people do put that stuff on those, um, put like quotes from things like that on their signs. Um, and I think I'm going to start embracing it. I've had like some weird, I guess I had a weird moral dilemma where I was like, am I just like yeah. trying to promote my own, like not promote my own When fandom, you see but, it like, on other people's, do you like kind of put your nose up at it? No, I love it. Okay. So there. Right. Exactly. But I wasn't sure. And maybe it's because I'm going with other people that know I'm such a big Harry Potter fan that like I think. You're making it about Harry Potter, not about the. Right. Yeah. Not about the cause. Make it about both. Yeah. Draw people in with the Harry Potter and all. Yeah. <laughs> Work it up. <laughs> um, yeah. So, indifference, just as bad, if not worse. We don't have to do this, but last time we did go more in depth about house elves, and I feel like, and about, like, slavery and that, like, analogy. Um, I'm pretty sure we talked about the last chapter. Oh. <laughs> I can't remember. I know, I know, because we record them together, but um, I'm pretty sure we mentioned Uncle Tom. Um, yeah, but I, I couldn't remember if that was, like, last, last chapter, or... Because I had a note about it, so um, it was in the last... Oh, thank God. Yeah. We don't have to go through all that again. I know, that was, like, very emotional. Very intense. <laughs> um, I, I do think we probably talked more about this, but I don't know if I'm, like, in a good place. <laughs> As in, I don't really remember what you talked about. <laughs> I'm tied, tied. Uh, oh, we have a whole nother chapter I to know. do. We're powering through. Hashtag no cuts. <laughs> don't say that. I know, that is a jinx. Um, See, I, I knocked on wood. Okay. Stan Shunpike. 
Stan Shumpike just isn't a good look in the entire series. Aww. Like, he really, no, honestly, he peeks at I, I think that's what I said. Yeah, he peeked at the third one. But the other stuff isn't his fault. No, it's not. It's just still not a good look, you know? We but, do get a, another glimpse of him in the fifth one where he's still the conductor of the night bus, and that's fun. Yes, okay. Because he calls true. him Neville, I think. Yes. <laughs> or no, he calls him Harry. I don't know. It, there's something funny about it. Oh, and then Taunts is like, say his name louder and I'll kiss you. Yeah. And that that's her tongue slice. Is that, what was, yeah, that yeah. was, um. Cannot repeat. You just have to live that in your memory. I think that all of you should rewind that because it was a good time. Minus 15 or whatever, minus 10. Um, uh, yeah, um. I think it's I also funny. think it's funny the veal, that they're, like, fi- fighting for, like, the Vila's attention. And that Ron gets pulled in right away. Uh, yeah. But like Harry we said, doesn't. Ron, easily susceptible. Well, Harry is, like, mi- like is working against, like, it's wor- he has, like, that bisexual issue where it's, like, he's, like, half getting, like, yeah. pulled in by the Vila, but then, like, Draco's still over there, so it's just, like, really a mixed bag. Um, a little bit more seriously, <laughs> I do think, though, that Harry... Because Harry can fight off the Imperious Curse, which I think is maybe the coolest thing that Harry mm-hmm. ever does in the whole series. Agreed. Um, so I, and, which is, they talk about with the, um, when Snape tries to te- teach him legit oculancy. Um, <laughs> but I do think that he's probably able to fight off, like, those kinds of impulses yeah. and stuff like that. Um, and maybe it's because he suffers so much as a child, but he can, like... Push down like cravings. <laughs> well, on a happier note, I'm gonna choose to believe it's sexuality related. Mostly, I mean, maybe that too. Mostly in protest to Vila's being super heteronormative. Yeah, <laughs> but not. Um, but uh, maybe also he. But can no, I think him. you're right. I think you're definitely right, and I do really enjoy that he can fight off the Imperious Curse. I yeah. like that, and we figure out we get to talk about that more in this book. Yeah. And I'm so excited, also heartbroken because I love Moody as a character. It's the it's the biggest heartbreak of this book. Maddie's for me. Gonna, Maddie, let's call him Maddie. <laughs> um, <laughs> I did not even know you were talking about Mad Eye Moody. I was like Maddie. I'm. I feel this need to talk fast during this episode to get through all you these. You just want to get through it. It's bad. I. It is bad. I'm sorry. Our listeners haven't done this before. We're still creating a journey. I'm slowing it down. Maddie, I'll still call him that though. Um, he's gonna be our deep dive for the book. I think we said like mm-hmm. just taking that hard look at him. Similar to Gilderoy Lockhart, I mean, we can really compare those characters all day. Don't insult that <laughs> eye in that way. Don't insult Barty right, Crouch right. Jr. In Gilderoy, that way. still by far everyone's favorite deep dive, I think. <laughs> Dumbledore was deep dive, chapter one. Um, Molly is going to be deep dive next <laughs> next week. Oh, no, Stay sorry, tuned. D- Dumbledore was deep dive book one. Lockhart was number two. We didn't have a deep dive three. Was it? We kind of did serious just because we love serious. Lupin and serious, yeah. I guess. Wolf Star. Well, classic. and I feel like Snape. We did a lot. Yeah. I think we just kind of looked at that whole. Yeah, friendship. we just and we liked the. Yeah, we did a lot of Marauders era. Yeah, that was I our deep dive. It's Marauders pretty. era. Did a lot of guesstimating. We came up with an entire TV show. Oh premise. yeah. Oh yeah, that was so, so fun. Um. 
fifth one, we've got a lot of options. <laughs> Just saying. I feel like for deep dives. I'm going to start a whole new fanfiction page just for our... Called Deep Dive? No, it's for our Marauders fic. Oh, yeah. That's You're going to help me plan it. I, I we have to come up with a good name. Mm-hmm. I think we had tentatively Messers of Hogwarts, but I think we can do better. Yeah, I think we can do better, too. Okay. <clears throat> Back into the thick. Back into the darkness. <laughs> <laughs> The shadows. <laughs> Speaking of darkness coming out of the shadows, Bagman. The more you say it, the more it sounds like normal. Just normal. <laughs> sounds like an episode of Vampire Diaries. I think that's what you said last time. <laughs> or I think of that TV show. It's like an old TV show called Dark Shadows. Yes. Yeah. My dad used to watch it. It's like a vampire soap opera. They which, made a remake t- movie brilliant. with um, J. Depp. Yeah. Um, Steve did not go and see it. Well, that's good. He's a hardcore originalist. Um, okay, so anyway, Bagman is coming out of the woods, and I think this is when I really start to become suspicious of Bagman, which you're supposed to, um, I guess. I don't know. I just started to think, like, this is, he's up to no good. Yeah. And I was thinking that he had cast the dark mark, I think. When you were first reading it? Yeah, because I was like, he was just there. And then he reappears. That's interesting. Like, um, which I don't know if I even said that last time. I think you may have mentioned that he you were suspicious, but yeah. you didn't mention like that you thought he... Um, yeah, and then they keep coming back to him later in the book, and I'm like, why do they keep coming back to him? But I should have known from the first book. Yeah. It's like a Snape red herring. Yep. But I mean, Bagman isn't a great. She guy, always has a red herring. I know, and I always. She fall has for so it. many red herrings in this book. I fall too. for it every time. Me too. Um. So on a like kind of silly note, <laughs> what if for Halloween next year I made like a homemade wasp jersey, but like carried around a bunch of bags? I would be the only person that understood it. It would be really funny. Like, not even other Harry Potter fans would know what that was. It would was. be really funny. Like, if I wore, like, a wasp. I thought you were going to be, like, wasp, and I was like, and I could go as an ant, and we could be Ant-Man and the wasp. No. I'm going as Ludo Bag Woman. Oh, my God! <laughs> okay, I wear wasp colors, but, like, I'm, like, a crazy old bag, bag lady. <laughs> and you're ludicrous. Oh. <laughs> Please be Ludo Bagwoman. I want to be Ludo Bagwoman. If you have a Halloween party, I'll be... Oh, I won't be here. That's so sad. Um, were you about to say something, though? <laughs> no, it was about Bag Lady. Bag Lady. Oh, okay. Um, um wait. I have a... Oh, I'm like, I had a note that was bad. I said, not the... Bagman is not the brightest or I said not the best wand in the shop I was trying to come up with like an equivalent oh yeah brightest bulb in the tanning book not the sharpest knife in the um the straightest wand in the on the shelf yeah that just seems like you're talking about like sexuality though I don't know not the most potent potion on the shelf oh yeah I think I said like something about cauldron yeah because like Percy Not the sturdiest cauldron. And his cauldron bottoms. Thickest cauldron. Oh my god, cauldron bottoms. <laughs> god bless cauldron bottoms. I just, like, I had forgotten. I just honed in on the word penetrate. 
Good lord. Says Harry's eyes have been struggling to penetrate. Have you ever played that game? The Harry Potter game? Where you, like, you take the book and you, like, do a... And you say stop. And mm-hmm. then you land on something and the first thing you do, you, like, it, like you're trying to find something dirty. <laughs> so mine says... Dumbledore held Harry's gaze for a few seconds and then said, That, Harry, is a matter between Professor Snape and myself. Oh my god! <laughs> that was <laughs> so perfect! We should make like, an actual game out of this. Like, an actual, okay, like, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> do I just like, or do I look? Oh, we should do this. Griffin's right, we should do this for every chapter. Like, No, you don't look. You just like do it and then you point and then... Feeling all right, Harry? Anything I can get you? <laughs> what? Said Harry. I, no, nothing. <laughs> that was him talking to Bagman. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> that was fun. We'll have to keep playing. Yeah, we used to play that when I was a young girl all the time. Um, here's another note to Harry. Dear Harry. Where is your instinct right now? Like, listen to Hermione. She's like, it's the dark mark. Let's go. Baltimore's mark. Let's go. And he's like, what? There's something pretty in the sky. <laughs> but then I have a note that's, like, pointing in air, and I was like, oh, there it is. Because he's like, duh. When, like, there's actual spells coming at them. So I'm like, good on you, Harry. I'll yeah. give you that. That's when Harry's instincts really kick yeah. in. When he's like, duck. And not like, when the smartest person he knows is talking to him. But, but. like, when his instincts tell him. Yeah. He, very, he relies a lot on his instinct, okay? We know this about him. Yeah. Um, Arthur Weasley to save the day. Oh, I love this scene in the book. Stop! That's my son! Those... Actually, does he say, like, those are my kids? Like, he says something like that. Like, I... In the some, movie? In the movie, I felt like he includes Harry and Hermione, and it always, like, touches my... I'm trying to think, yeah. It's something like that. I think he's... No, because now every time I hear that's my son. I think of Amos. Amos. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to, when we do an episode on the movie, we'll have to do it. Such a tense and awkward scene. That's my main note on all of this. Um, Yes. With Amos being like the worst and like Crouch just being like hostilely awkward. Um,. I just had a general note on, like, what do you think Barty was thinking at this time? Like, so he hasn't found Winky or, like, the, um, the invisibility cloak yet with his son. So he's just, like, full panic mode. Like, do you assume that he's assuming that his son has something to do with it and he's just trying to, like, yes, clean it up quick? 100%, I assume that. I assume that he is overcompensating for... Yes, that's what I was thinking. Um, for, like, putting um, himself and, like, his son in this position. And he's taking it out on everyone, including Winky, including, like, people that have nothing to do with it. And he's being a little shit. I feel like when... People are, like, wrong, and they know they're wrong. They either, like, they do, like, one of two things. They either go, like, hard into, like, I'm just leaning into being wrong. Yeah. And I'm not going to back down. Or, like, I'm going to retreat, like, really hard and be, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know if apologetic, but just, like, 
either retreat hard, like, fight or flight, I guess. And he's fighting, like, he's like... He's fighting hard. Yeah, like, I'm going down. Like, I'm not going down without a huge fight, and I'm gonna win. He's a gambling man. <laughs> okay. I have a rant on Ludo, but I don't know if you're before that. Huh? I have a little mini rant about Ludo, but I don't know if you have um, notes before that. I have Ludo, like, popping back up and being like, what's going on? Um, my note, next note says, Mr. Crouch needs to calm the fuck down. Yeah. And so we've discussed that, so, yes, go ahead with your Ludo. <laughs> okay. So. Ludo is that annoying person during a movie or, like, just coming, like, late oh, to a story yeah. and asking, like, a million of questions and, like, you don't want to answer them. Like, I hate it when I'm watching a movie with somebody, we're all watching the same movie, and they're like, wait, what did they say? Well, wait, what does that mean? Like, are they, wait, can we go back? And they're asking me, I'm like, I, like, we all just watch that together. Like, or... Um, the, when you're, like, it's a TV show that, um, somebody is, like, just, like, at your house and they, and you really want to watch it because you watch it every week. This is a very specific incident about Game of Thrones. So my aunt and I watch it. And so we're at my aunt's house. And so we're, like, okay, it's Game of Thrones. And it was, like, a season finale. It's, like, a no-talking show. Right. And my mom wants to watch with us, and my mom doesn't I didn't know it was watch, Jackie. Oh, sorry. I didn't name drop her last time. But my mom's like, I'm going to watch with you. And we're like, okay. And she's like, okay, so what's this mean? And what's that mean? And I'm like, Ma, this is not the time. Like, we have to start from the beginning. Like, we're in season five now. You can't, like. like save your questions for the end. <laughs> There was a movie that, oh, I know what it was. It was, um, Batman, the, um, the one with Christian Bale. Yeah. There's, like, kind of, um, like, the end is kind of confusing, I think, with how it all, like, kind of wraps up, maybe. Mm-hmm. I think it's Batman, and my mom, like, to this day, I don't think understands it. And I, like, I think Like, we, Dark Knight Rises? Um, like, the Dark... Um, Batman Begins. Oh, the first one. I think it's the first one. Also, possibly the movie Ocean's Eleven. Hmm? Because it's like, um, like they re-explain how it happens and they like do a flashback and it's like a little bit confusing. Did not even attempt that with my mother. (laughs) Um, so I just, but I think that she's usually good that we do it at the end, but then, you know, it's like... There's no coming back from that, usually. But my aunt, who I used to live with, she was a horrible movie question asker. And she would fall asleep during the movie. So then she'd wake up and be like, okay, so what? And I'm like, I'm still watching it and I don't want to miss anything. But I couldn't be mean to my aunt. So I would usually just, like, passive-aggressively pause the movie. (laughs) But if it was, like, a friend of mine, I would be very (laughs) passive-aggressive. Well, I... This is classic Jackie. She also falls asleep. Like, in shows that we'll watch together, and then she'll get mad because I'll, she'll, we'll be watching, because we used to watch Downton together. And then also, like, uh, you have to kind of pay attention show. So, we'd be watching. Like, there's a lot of characters. Yeah, and she'd be like, 
I'll be like, you're falling asleep. And she's like, I'm not falling asleep. And I'm like, we should pause and then pick up tomorrow. And she's yeah. like, I'm not falling asleep. And then she'll go to sleep and she'll wake up 10 minutes later and she'll be like, wait, what I miss? What happened? Mm. Can we go back? And then I'm like, okay, I'll tell you what happened. And then we keep watching and she keeps falling asleep. And then we finish that episode and she's like, see, we made it through. <laughs> and then the next day we'll try to watch the next episode. And she's like, we're going to have to go back. Because I can't remember. I uh, fell asleep. And I get so mad. One time she missed, like, a whole season of Parenthood. Like, we had taken, like, a year or whatever to, like, not watch it. And she was like, we have to go back a season. And then every episode that we watched, she was like, we've already seen this. And I'm like, yes, Bob! Oh, boy. <laughs> I just don't have the patience. Classic. It's, like, good that I like watching TV. Like, I don't mind rewatching things. But when... And it's fine on a, a show like Parenthood where I've already seen it all. So it's just, like, repeat. But when it was Downton, it used to make me so mad. Because I just wanted to know what happened next. Yeah, I don't know. It's, like, a... I guess, like, a pet peeve of mine. Like, I just don't... I want... I don't like repeating myself. Or, like, I don't like repeating stories. Yeah. Because I think it's just, like, oh, my God. Like, I just went through all of this. And I, like... Like, Griffin always wants to talk, like, about innocuous things. Like, when I'm trying to watch something or listen to something, I, like, definitely pass. I'm like, like, pause. I'm like, yeah, you want to talk about this? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) You must hate watching shows with me or Ben. Well, so, it depends if I'm, like, engaged in the conversation, if I'm trumping the conversation or if I'm trumping the TV show. Like, if I really want to watch the TV show or even, like, the video I'm watching, I'm like, then I want to watch the video. Yeah. But if I'm, like, interested in the conversation, then I'm like, I don't really care about. Like, it depends what it is. But, like, I'll be watching, like, one of those, like, little Ellen videos and I'm like, I'm watching the video and, like, you're going to be, like, talking to me about something I'm like, Okay, like, let me just either finish this or I'm going to pause it. But, like, don't try and talk to me while I'm watching it. Yeah, that happens to me. Because um, I can't do both. It, oh, but I thought you were the queen of multitasking. Not listening and talking. <laughs> what about listening, driving, and taking notes for the podcast, Molly? Yeah, that's fine. I did excellent work at that. Listeners, no flying and writing. Okay. Amos sucks. Amos has no tact. Hashtag no... Do, are we still doing that? When, Hashtag who, no tact. Who had no tact before? Ron. Well, but yeah, Ron never has tact. <laughs> um, how um, can he think it was Winky? Like, there's just nobody in your right mind would be like, yep, that elf cast the dark mark. Also, that elves aren't allowed to have wands. Racist. Well, Yeah. Sorry, I just needed to bring that up. I think we linked it to, like, voting. I don't think we did, but it is definitely similar to voting. Well, because we said, like, that's a dumb law, and I was like, well, I bet they couldn't vote on that law, and you have to have a wand to vote, probably, like. You did. You did. Yeah, you did say that. Very cool. I repeated it in a sassy way. Not on purpose sassy, just incidental sass. And I don't like how they keep calling her Elf. Hobbs. Her name is Winky. It's a super cute name. Easy to remember. Her begging is so sad. Like, to not... No. You can't do that. I'm going to cry. Um, okay. Crouch. Dear Crouch. 
You literally just accuse Harry and two other teenagers, and then you go and are like, Amos, you just came very close to accusing the two people, least likely, myself and Harry Potter. Well, you just accused Harry Potter and two other teenagers. That's a great impression. Thank you. I honestly really liked that impression. <laughs> it was great. Also, I can quote most of this Yeah, book. that was very good. <laughs> I'm, you're never gonna lose a quiz. <laughs> I think I lost the quiz. Um. Um. Oh, we talked a lot about like knowing that he's like punishing Winky. Oh yes. For um. Because we know why he's punishing Linky, but I think he's being so overdramatic. Like, this is really his fault. Um, yeah, so I, I, I guess I was, like, kind of defending Crouch yeah. last time. But not, I still think he, sh- one, 100% shouldn't be dismissing Winky, even for whatever reason, because he needs her. Yeah. And she didn't do anything wrong. But, so he's really mad at her because... She incidentally let his son acquire a wand. Right. Which I think we said, like, basically, like, a little bit her fault. Like, she was watching him when he got the wand. But she was being forced, one, to take care of his um, dumbass son. And then, two, like, forced to go in the top box, which she was, like, terrified of. Um, So, whatever. Like, she shouldn't be fired, for one thing. But it was because of that and not because of one of these dumb reasons that, like, Amos is, like, right. you know, on his little high horse about. Meanwhile, um, uh, Percy's like, yeah, I agree. Like, he would have to dismiss the house elf. It's like, that's not even the it's reason. It's about his image. Like, I don't think Barty Crouch gives a fuck about his image anymore also because the fact that you do he's t- disgraced <laughs> in the wizarding world ever oh. since his son went to jail. Oh, I'm so... But, I have no use for a servant that one uh that won't do what his master says. Disgusting, Barty Crouch. I'm done. Like even if that's not the case, like you don't have to like shame her in this way. Yeah. Um Oh yeah, he's like being wait like he's leaning into just like I'm going to just go full throttle on this and I don't care like about Winky. Like and he should care about her more than anyone at this point in his life. Right. Like, he has nothing. Oh, makes me sick. Also, um, Arthur Weasley, Silver Linings Playbook. Queen. Is so level-headed in this scene. Yeah, I said he's the only sensible person. Sense and sensibility, <laughs> Arthur Weasley. And he's, like, actually trying to, like, come up with, like, a plausible reason for what happened. He's like, right, she could have picked it up anywhere. Right. Oh, yeah, no shit. Like, the wand could have just been, like, dropped. Like, Which please. was a very good guess. And then when Hermione is getting really upset about the way Winky's being treated, he's like, we have to go. Like, it's not. Like, he's like, I agree with you, Hermione, that, like, what they're, they're being, that house elves are treated wrong. But, like, we can't have this fight right now. Like, this is not the time for it. We just have to go. Um. Uh, 
Percy sucks. Oh, yeah, well, I also have just, like, a Yas Hermione just standing up to the man. Yes. Barty Crouch. And I said, oh, that's the my note about, like, I like the reveal later. Oh, and I just said he should be happy that Winky covered as well as she did for him because mm-hmm. she's, like, keeping his secret. Right. I mean, I'm sure she's, like, low-key commanded to, but she would do it anyway. Right. Like, she loves that family. And like, she does with even that after she's generating. dismissed. Yeah. Like, she stands by them. And it just makes me so sick. I hate this whole scene with Winky. This chapter is very hard to... Hard to deal with. Oh, so sad. Mr. Weasley has this moment where he's talking about, like, not... He's trying to explain to the kids, like... You don't know what it was like with yeah. the dark mark, like seeing that over your house, thinking that somebody that you loved has died. Yeah. Like, like he's reliving first, his worst nightmare. Yeah, like from the first war. So sad. And we talk about how like, um, Mrs. Weasley lost her brothers. Yeah. In that war, and it's sad. Right. Because I'm I think, sure Arthur lost yeah. people. I think we determined that, well, we know that they didn't fight in the first war, but they were still obviously affected by it. I think they were just, like, working and, like, raising their family. Like, not everybody was fighting the war at this point, um, it sounded like. Um, I think he was fighting it in a different way, especially, like, with next chapter. I have, like, I mean, they weren't in the it. order or anything like that. That's what I mean. Like, they weren't, like, that kind of fighting. Are you sure they weren't in the order? Yeah, because, um, Sirius or Lupin, Lupin says, like, Molly, you, you weren't here last time. Um, it's different. Yeah. Um, when, when she has the incident with the Bogart, like, right. he says specifically, like, um, you weren't in the order last time. Like, you don't know what it was but like. But was Arthur, like, it just seems like, then, I think they because get, they had their, like, they babies in, and stuff. Yeah, how did they get into it, like, this time? Like, they're just so heavily involved. Because they're there for all of it. And, like, yeah. the end of this book, Arthur yeah. and Molly are there when, like, Sirius is, yeah. like, revealed and stuff like that. Yeah, I guess, I guess so. It's just, like, they're very involved in it. I guess yeah. they already had, like... And I think they're closer to Dumbledore now. I think they were... Um, obviously they weren't the youngest people, like, the Potters were younger and stuff, but, like, um, I think they were just, I, I'm not, like, faulting them. I'm not faulting them either. I just had always, like, sort of envisioned Arthur, at least, fighting in the war. Yeah. And I think the war was very different last time than it is what we see in, in this yes. book. Me too. Um, where it becomes, like, normalized. Like, you're just living your life hoping that, like, you're not going to get into the mix, kind of. Yeah. And, like, there is the order, but, like, they're losing. Not, yeah. <laughs> for one thing. Um, but... It also seemed like there was a lot of, like, safe houses going on the first war. Like, which there are in the second one, too. Yeah. But, like, it seems like... I don't know. Yeah, and we can kind of revisit it in the fifth one, because I do think we'll get more information. Right. Um, I mean, there's a whole it. chapter called The Order of the Phoenix. Yeah, but I mean... No, I was just... I was joking. Not well, yeah. I was thinking more at Christmas. Yeah. Or, no, I guess it is in that one at the end when um, Moody gives Harry the picture and stuff. That's what I'm thinking of is that chapter. Yeah, yeah The Order of the Yeah. yeah. Um, I just had a sassy note about Ron. Again, shouldn't you know? Because he's like... 
doesn't know that that's the dark mark. I, I just, I think that Harry should have been utilized more as, like, the audience surrogate rather than Ron. Um, but, like, it's fine. We've talked about it. I'm still just going to be salty about it. This chapter sets up so much mystery. Are you at the very end? I am. That was my last vote. Um... Yes, agreed. But, um, <laughs> I think, well, I don't understand why they couldn't just stupefy the Death Eaters and then, like, slow down the Robert's fall or, like, catch them or whatever. Like, use some magic. I feel like there are a lot of Death Eaters. But, like, almost the entire ministry is there. And they're worried, I think, that... They could, like, start throwing out killing persons. Right. And I don't know if the whole ministry is there. I feel like there's ministry employees that there's are like a lot on the of side ministry. of the Death Eaters. Yeah. But I assume there's, like, a lot of ministry people. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there are. I just think a lot of people are delegated to, like, managing the crowd. And then... They could have just done more. <laughs> I think they're trying their best. Um, and I just, like, had a little LOL at Bill's impatience with Ron. <laughs> like, use your brain, Ron. Oh, yeah. Bill is sassy. Oh, yeah. And then I'm at the little mystery about, like, such a good intro to what's to come. Right. Um, Death Eaters. Even if they weren't a Death Eater now, they could have been. And later on, we find out that several people were Death Eaters, which is so interesting because it just adds to the mystery. Include, well, we don't know that Ludo Bagman's a Death Eater, but he gets um, drawn into all of that, so. Well, Ludo is not a great guy. I just meant it, like, went to my early theory oh. when I was, kid, like, younger about him yeah. being more involved than he was. But, yeah, that was my last night, too. Yeah. All right. Well, once again, because of our incident, we aren't going to do a quiz, 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 yeah. quiz, quiz. But um, we will tell you our champ and rat offs. My champ was Arthur. My champ was Arthur. Um, and there were lots of rats to choose from. So many rats to choose from in this chapter. Wait, who did you go with? Barty Crouch. Um, I was going to go with Barty Crouch, but I decided instead to go with Amos because I didn't give it to Amos before, and I just think, like, he should be better because, like, his job is literally to work with magical creatures. Amos will have his time for me. He, I gave it you to him before, him, yeah. and he will have it again. I really dislike the way he handles the whole Harry is sharing champion with Cedric thing. And then I'm going to feel bad immediately when it gets to the end yeah. of this book about giving him... Um, All those rats. Right. But he kind of deserves it. He does. And so does Barty. So yeah. um, he'll have his day in the sun, too. Points. 150, baby. Gave it 120. Like... Solid. Solid great chapter. Love the mystery. This is JK, like, at her best. Yeah. I mean, JK is really, like, working her JK in this book. Like, with all of, like, the riddles and stuff. For yes. The, the... She had so much fun writing this. Right. Exactly. Um, if you want to listen next week, who does Molly greet first when they arrive? Do Molly's you, just our focus. You mean greet first, right? Not yeah. hug first? Oh, uh, well, whatever. Well, they're different people. 
That's because I was thinking. Who think- does she like? I think they. Who does she embrace first? Sure. If you'd like to word it like that. Which of the children does she hug first? Okay. That's how I'll do it. Well, because I was just reading it last time and I was like, oh, well, technically. Okay. Okay. So sorry. Uh, Log in next week um, if you can. Yeah. I know this was confusing. Okay. Great. Stay magical. Charmed, I'm sure. Mischief managed. Bum bum ba bum 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 bum.